I'm Dr. Jacqueline Chassie. I'm with Emerson and Wellevy, and I'm here today with Lisa Murray. Hi. Lisa, you want to introduce yourself? So I'm a, a nutritionist, dietitian, and herbalist, and I'm a medical educator here at Emerson Ecologics. Awesome. Well, thank you for sitting with me again. Hopefully you caught our last episode, which was on keeping overhead low. Uh, and this is our best practice series, you know, and really we are so passionate here at Emerson and Wellevate at helping practitioners be successful in their own practices. And really there's so much to talk about, about what we can be doing better. Because I think most clinicians, we go into integrative medicine because we're really passionate about the clinical science and about the patient work. But then we're like, oh gosh, I forgot. I like had to run a whole business to make this whole thing work. You know, seeing right. patients means I have to keep my doors open and stay afloat, and there's a lot to it. So we're kicking off this best practice series. You know, what I did was I had posted on Facebook and asked my colleagues, you know, if you could give advice to someone new starting in practice, what would you tell them? What's the best advice you got? And we were flooded with great responses. And so, you know, keeping overhead low was the first one we talked about. But today, you know, I want to highlight another comment. This one was from Razzie Berry. Uh, Razzie is the editor of NDNR. And so she's been involved in the naturopathic world for such a long time. And she actually now coaches and helps like as a business coach for a lot of clinicians. So she definitely knows what she's talking about. And I thought she had a really great suggestion. It was, you know, understanding that kind of marketing is less about the services you offer and more about navigating patients' hopes and fears. And she mentioned that that needs to be kind of the foundation that you use to put out lead magnets and copy on your website and your emails and even down to when you interact with a patient during a visit that you need to keep in mind kind of their hopes and fears. So that got me thinking a little bit about how we create kind of a brand for our practice and how we talk about ourselves externally, whether it's through written material, online material, or face-to-face -face interaction with people that you meet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, a, an amazing statement because, and I think it's right on, because as a medical educator, I get a lot of um, questions that come in from practitioners that are asking for people they can refer to. So for example, maybe it's a chiropractor who wants to refer to a naturopathic doctor in his area. And I'll go online and look for a doctor in, you know, in that area that I think, you know, might suit the, the you know, the particular um, conditions he's treating and so on and so forth. So I do look at a lot of people's uh, websites mm -hmm. and the their their face to the public on their homepage and it's really interesting because as naturopathic doctors you um, lots of people treat the same conditions mm -hmm. so there's a lot of general practitioners so if you just say well I treat you know this 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 and this um, it's not saying how you're different from you know, the practitioner mm -hmm. in the next town over. But if you really talk about your, you know, your passion, what drives you, um, and, you know, say a few words about how, you know, you understand the population or the patients that are coming to you, talk, you know, relate to them, um, even on that front homepage, mm -hmm. you know, where they come to a lot of people wait 
and they say a lot of that in the about me section or you know meet our staff mm -hmm. or something like that but I think your homepage is an opportunity to connect with your audience and rather say rather and you can list what treatments you you know what what conditions you treat but more about your personality and uh, and your passions mm -hmm. and and what you hope your patients will walk away with mm -hmm. so really your hopes and dreams for your patients yeah. and how you see that you know and that it just um it amazes me because it draws me in and then and then I go further into the website to see more about what they have to say about their philosophy and their um, approach and you really get a sense of who they are mm -hmm. and it's less about where they graduated from how many years they've been in practice or what conditions they treat but more about how you're connecting with that practitioner. That is a really good point. And I think website is such a natural place to start this conversation because the website is the first engagement that you have with a potential patient, right? And you're right, we look at a lot of websites from our customers and yeah. I think it, it's very quick to see people who do websites right and people who do websites wrong, you know? So I think before we talk about like how to do it right, what are some of the top mistakes that you see practitioners making when it comes to their website? And I'd love to hear what you think and I'll throw in a couple too. Yeah, I mean, my own opinion is that, you know, I, I treat, um, I treat digestive disorders, I treat women's, you know, issues and it's just the list. Um, and maybe there's a, a quote they love, but there isn't something that is going to um, catch you right off mm -hmm. about who they are. Because really, when a practitioner can make that connection with the patient immediately and say, this is who I am, you know, then that symbiotic relationship can begin you know the patient can choose the right practitioner and the practitioner is choosing is getting mm -hmm. patients that that they want and yeah. so um, I don't want to make a big deal about it because I think that it can evolve you can change your home page anytime you want mm -hmm. but I think it's something to consider that yeah. you know don't just you know say a bunch of stuff on your home page to start and then that's the end of it I think it's something that evolves as you practice and and realize what your passion is and then the, to put that passion up, up front. Yeah, so I think you're right. And I think, you know, maybe we can ask Mark, who's like our, our web guy behind the scenes. He does like a lot of the digital marketing for Emerson and for Wellevate. He's a online marketing yeah. genius and guru. We learned so much from him. But I think one thing I've learned is when it comes to like how people enter your environment online, the homepage is really important. And when people visit the homepage, maybe I can have it, Mark, please put this in the show notes, check this out in the show notes. What's the average amount of time someone spends on your homepage? And then, you know, what you wanna do is keep them there and then draw them in deeper into your site to learn more, like you said. And I agree, a lot of practitioners just list, here are all the things I treat. And if you're a patient coming to that website and you're the sixth, condition on that list, how confident are you that that practitioner really gets it? I see what you're saying because they're like an expert at all things and you just know that that can't be the case, right? So you miss the opportunity to really connect and maybe that means you need to like niche in a little bit more to a specific condition or don't even talk about 
um, conditions, right? And I think that's the kind of the second thing that I see a lot is that practitioners really emphasize either the conditions they treat or um, even kind of worse than that is a little bit about them in the way that it's like, I studied at this school, or I do the following therapies in my office. You know, I do homeopathy, I do acupuncture, I do EMDR, I do, you know, all these different NAET, you know, you could list that. But from a patient's perspective, they don't come to you because they want homeopathy. They come to you because they want to feel better. Right. And I think that's the other, the second thing that I see people miss is that your website needs to not tell the patient what you do, but what you help them achieve, right? What are they gonna get out of working with you? That's what's gonna draw them in. And I think that really is what Razzie's talking about here is that you need to understand your patient needs and their pain points and make sure that when you talk to them, you are telling them that you can help them with those pain points and how you're gonna address them. Yeah, exactly. Like when someone looks at, you know, or visits your webpage, they should know immediately what they're going to gain, you know? And the only thing that matters to them is that that they're gonna get better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, they don't care about all the other conditions you treat. They wanna know who you are and um, they wanna be able to connect. They wanna be listened to, they they wanna be understood. They wanna know that you are not going to be surprised when you know, they tell you about all of the different problems that they have with their condition. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I think that, you know, therapies, I personally, as a practitioner, love to see what kinds of therapies other other doctors are using. And as a patient myself, I might be interested in that. But I think the average patient isn't going to really know the difference. Yeah. You're above average. <laughs> <laughs> I see that though in my fertility practice, the patients that come in, all they want to know is that I've worked with their problem before and that I've had success. Yes. You know, and I think that's really what you want to get across to the people who are on your website. And if you niche, that can be a little bit easier. Yes. Because, you know, let's say you do digestive health, you can talk about the fact that, you know, let's use constipation as an example. Constipation is such a challenge and you can talk about that you know what that is like for patients and that you know how to address it and then through coming to the clinic, you know, we're gonna address that through the following means. Yeah. Um, but that's a little trickier to do if you do treat all things. Yeah, I know, yes, exactly. So I think, you know, the distinction between what you do and who you are um, can be, a a big distinction for some patients, mm-hmm. you know, some people are, are really more looking for that um, intuitive connection and knowing more about who this doctor is. And then some people are just more on the pragmatic side saying, yeah. well, yep, yeah, this person treats GI and I'm going to go, you know, try it out. And that's, mm-hmm. it's good, but I think there needs to be a balance of both. Well, something that you just said is really interesting to me, and I think that's kind of another common mistake I see on people's websites is that kind of the look and feel of the website doesn't match the experience the patient will get when they come. Right. Uh, And I think that's a really interesting thing. You talked about, you know, well, they want to have like this intuitive experience. Some patients do and other patients don't. Other patients are used to the conventional medical system. That's right. And they want a similar style clinical of visit, style. like a clinical yes. style, but they want different opportunities for how they could be managed. So 
I think you really have to know the type of patients you're trying to attract so that the look and feel of your site can be aligned with those types of patients. Because I can imagine uh, a healer who's more intuitive might have softer colors, softer imagery, um, versus something clinical where you might have harder, harder edges. edges. And, yeah. You know, that you can imagine the look and feel to be different. Yeah. And you wanna make sure that the brand that you put out there is a match for your personality type and what exactly. the patient's going to experience in the office. Yes. I mean, people talk about niche all the time and niche as it talks to conditions or, you know, treatments and everything, but you know, your personality is a niche. Mm -hmm. You know, who you are as a doctor and what makes you um, what makes you passionate and how you connect with your patients, that that too is your niche. Mm -hmm. And you want to attract patients who are going to be able to benefit from your style of interaction yeah so you know it's uh, you know it's it's a it's a big thing you know be yourself mm -hmm. <laughs> you know promote yourself and who you are because that's then the patients are going to be attracted to that and will be trusting and mm -hmm. um, more receptive to your you know your advice and your mm -hmm. treatment protocols. Yeah. You know, I have a colleague, Caitlin O'Connor, a naturopathic doctor in Denver, and that is her niche is really, she does women and children's health, but a lot of what she offers is her style or her approach. Yeah. She's the kind of doctor who would like get on the floor with her patients to yeah. like, you know, play with the kids and talk about life and almost make it feel like you're just girlfriends talking about life compared to um, making it feel like a clinical environment where there's this separation between doctor and patient. Right. For her, the relationship is really part of the service that she offers. And, you know, don't get me wrong, she was the top student in our class. Mm -hmm. For the most part, she's a brilliant doctor, but she has a more casual style and approach that really comes across in all of her materials. Even the photos of her are really approachable. You're like, wow, I think she's actually holding a mug. And you're like, oh yeah, I'd like love to sit down and have tea with right. you. you know? exactly. So it comes exactly. across in every single thing that you put out there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I think that um, when you're getting started, like really, instead of looking at what other people are doing, recognize that you have your own personality, your own approach, your own way of interacting with your patients mm -hmm. and to try to to put that out as a visual as much as possible you know how yeah. you how your way of interacting with your patients. Yeah, I think that's so important. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, just to kind of summarize the things we've talked about, really making sure that as you think through your presence in the outside community, that you are really listening to what your patients' needs are. So the first step, if you haven't done this, is to think about who are the patients that you want to see and what problems do they have? And if you visit your own homepage or have a friend do it that doesn't know much about integrative medicine and ask them what do they like and not like about it? Do things make sense? Are there words that are jargony that really, you know, you put out there? I'll give you an example because I'm a naturopathic physician and we have these tenants of naturopathic medicine. I see them plastered on everybody's homepages when mm -hmm. I visit ND's websites. But, you know, most patients when they come on, they're not going to come to see you because docere or because vis medicatrix naturae. In fact, they're going to look at that and be like, I have no idea what, what this practitioner is talking about. <laughs> I'm going to keep looking. Yeah. You know? So even mm -hmm. though it has meaning to you and it's really important to you, you have to read it again through the lens of your audience to make sure that your audience can really connect, like you said, make that connection with the words on the page so that they're gonna wanna draw in and like learn more and kinda go deeper. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah. knowing your audience, knowing yourself to make sure that you know you 
put yourself out there and kind of that's a part of the brand. And there you get consistency between what the patients find on the outside world and what they experience when they come to see you. Yeah, exactly. The more transparent and truthful you can you can be and more open about who you are, um, the, the more your patients will understand what they're going to experience when they come into your office. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, another suggestion that had come up on that Facebook post, which I really thought was related, was from Bronwyn Bacon. And Bronwyn and I actually went to school together last year. She's another naturopathic physician. And she says, if you do one thing for your patients, be the person who listened and heard them. And you know, one, I think that is so powerful because that is medicine. You know, let people be medicine to each other too. Yeah. And each of us as practitioners, we're medicine for our patients even before we write a recommendation for them. But that to me really resonated along with this topic because what you're doing by looking at your marketing, and again, we used website as an example, but through your social media and yeah. emails and any other way you put yourself out there, you are showing the person at the other end that you're gonna listen to them and you're gonna understand them. And that needs to come across from their very first engagement with your brand, not just when they're in the office. And so I think that that listening has to start at the beginning. We're great at doing that in the office. Most clinicians in this world, like we love it because we love to connect with people. But then when it comes to making that come across in your marketing, we miss the mark. Yeah, you know? and even as simply as saying, you know, I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to understand what your problem is. You know, we get, as integrative practitioners, we're in this field, we're in this world, we make a lot of assumptions as to, you know, what our patients know or don't know or why they've chosen to come to a naturopathic mm -hmm. doctor. And, you know, a lot of people do not have any idea what their experience is going to be like. And just putting that out there, I think, is a real, um, it's just, it's, I don't want to say hook, but we take it for granted. But a lot of people, you know, don't, don't realize it, that you will be listened to and you will be understood. Mm -hmm. And I think that means so much to every single patient that, that chooses a practitioner in our field. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining me again today. It's thank always you, really fun to talk about, you know, practice stuff and how, you know, clinicians can be better in their practice. Thank you. Thank you, Jacqueline. Uh, wherever you're watching or listening to this, don't forget to like, to leave a comment, or to subscribe. And new episodes, we post these twice a month all over the place, wellevate.me, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or wherever you find your favorite video and podcast. So we hope you join us next time. Until then, thank you. Have a good day. Bye.